Shalom, 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 shalom. All praises to the Most High and the Son, Yahweh Shai. Thanking Him for another opportunity to learn about our four ways and our byways. You know, the title of the class, man, I've heard multiple people say this saying. You know, black people sold themselves into slavery. Black people sold themselves into slavery. I've heard it like 40, 50 times in the truth. And I just ignored it because, you know, uh, the white man did it. The white man did it. But, man, that's one of the truest statements ever, man. We sold ourselves into slavery. That's right. We sold ourselves because of the lack of knowledge that we have. That's right. We sold ourselves. We're teaching the truth that we're going to take back the kingdom. Con. Forever and ever. Well, what I want to do is I want to show what it actually takes to build the kingdom. That's what I want to show today. And by not having this knowledge to know how to build the kingdom, they make you an automatic slave. That's right. That's right. You a slave automatically. Right. And we done been fed this American truth, man. This American lie. Coming together. Join hand in hand. Holding hand to hand. And thinking that everything is going to work out. And it's not. Until we as a people. Until we as a black Israelite people understand. That it take everybody to build a nation. That's right. That's right. Bring it out. And when you build a nation, it's not for one generation. That's right. It's for generations to come. That's right. That's right. So who's going to step up and be that first generation to take action and actually build it, get the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, and pass it down to the children? Bring it out. Bring it out. See, in this truth, we got it backwards. We got it all mixed up. We think the prophecies are going to save us. We think the dark sayings and the parables is what it's about. Can't do nothing with it. The, the prophecies don't mean nothing to you if nobody can farm for the food or take care of the animals. Bring that, Bring that out. out. Bring that out. They are of no effect to you. That's right. If we can't create an economic system to teach about economics in the black community, the prophecies, the, the dark sayings, it's 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 just gonna go in one ear and out the other because you're starving now. That's right. right. Bring it out. And us with the fringes on, man. Before we came into this walk, we found this walk, and we fell into the same trap as the Christianity church. That's right. That's right. Meaning, like the church gonna do everything for you. That. That God going to do everything for you. That I'm in church now and everything is good. Work it out. Some of us have a multitude of skills that we possess. And when we came into the truth, we let them go. Bring it out. Somebody might have told you. But I'm going to show you. 
We need more in the community. We need more knowledge. That's right. More knowledge coming from the black man. That's right. Right. More knowledge, wisdom, and understanding coming from the black man. And because of this lack of knowledge, man, we sold ourselves into slavery. Give me this first video real quick. I just want you to really listen to this. This is something that we've heard before, but I want you to understand this speech by Martin Luther King. This is somebody that we all know, Michael King, the agent con. But you got to understand with these agents, they always going to tell you the truth. They're always going to tell you the truth Bring it out. right in front of your face and, 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 and in plain sight. You just got to listen. See, Martin Luther King, he woke up. That's right. And his spirit got vexed. And they took him out. That's right. Listen to the words that the man said. Listen to the words. Play the video. Still have a dream. Yeah. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. But I must confess that uh, that dream that I had that day has as many forms turned into a nightmare. Check it out. Now, I'm not one to lose hope. I keep on hoping. Uh, I still have faith in the future. But I've had to analyze many things over the last few years, and I would say over the last few months. I've gone through a lot of soul-searching and agonizing moments. And I've come to see that uh, we have uh, many more difficult days ahead, and some of the old optimism was a little superficial, and now it must be tempered with a solid realism. And I think the realistic fact is that we still have a long, long way to go. Pause it. He says, at first, what the movement was, this is, this is coming out of Mr. King's mouth. He said, at first, the movement was, it was, it was, it was superficial. Like, it was, it was, it was motivational. It's basically what he's saying. But, what he's saying is now in the movement, we need a little bit of realism. Bring it out. Bring it out. Keeping it real. That's right. You know, the superficial things, man, it could it, it could take you to left field. That's right. It could take you afar off. But now but now it's time for some realism. Some realism in the movement. To be real. Bring it up. Not imaginary. Not superficial. Not superstitious but real. These are some of the things that we lacking in the community, man, just like last time, man, that knowledge, man, that understanding about how to build a nation, how to run a nation, lack of knowledge. That's right. Creating systems that benefit the black community, lack of knowledge. Bring it out. Right. Education, health, finances, And these things are not being pushed in the truth. That's right. They dumping just dumping precepts. Right now. Dumping scriptures just like the Christianity church. That's, That's right. right. Understand what I'm saying? We're not slaves because of the white man. That's We're right. slaves because of ourselves. That's right. That's right. Listen to some of these solutions that was discussed in the 60s. Give me this next video. And and some of this information I look at, 
you know, again, I know these are agents, man, but I'm going to tell you something. The agent going to give you the truth in plain sight. That's right. Right in front of your face. I want you to listen to this excerpt, man, and I want you to see, is this still going down today? Listen to it. Play the video. The political philosophy of black nationalism only means that the black man should control the politics and the politicians in his own community. The, the, time, the time when white people can come in our community and get us to vote for them so that they can be our political leaders and tell us what to do and what not to do is long gone. By the same token, the time when that same white man, knowing that your eyes are too far open, can send another Negro into the community, get you and me to support him so he can use him to lead us astray, those days are long gone. The political philosophy of black nationalism only means that if you and I are going to live in a black community, and that's where we're going to live, because as soon as you move into one of their, as soon as you move out of the black community into their community, it's mixed for a period of time, but they're gone, and you're right there all by yourself. We must, we must understand the politics of our community. And we must know what politics is supposed to produce. We must know what part politics play in our lives. And until we become politically mature, we will always be misled, led astray, or deceived or maneuvered into uh, supporting someone politically who doesn't have the good of our community at heart. So the political philosophy of black nationalism only means that we will have to carry on a program, a political program of re-education to open our people's eyes, make us become more politically conscious, politically mature. And then we will, whenever we get ready to cast our ballot, that ballot will be, for, will be cast for a man of the community who has the good of the community at heart. The economic philosophy of black nationalism only means that we should own and operate and control the economy of our community. You would never find, you can't open up a black store in a white community. White men won't even patronize you. And he's not wrong. He said he got sense enough to look out for himself. And you and you don't have sense enough to look out for yourself. White man, the white man is too intelligent to let someone else come and gain control of the economy of his community. But you will let anybody come in and control the economy of your community. Control the housing, control the education, control the jobs, control the businesses uh, under the pretext that you want to integrate. No, you're out of your mind. And this is the thing, you want to build a nation? Huh? You want to be a part of a community? Huh? You want to do this for real? You know, a lot of these Hebrew Israelite camps, it's a lot of talk, man. That's right. It's a lot of talk. That's right. A lot of precepts. Oh, my goodness. 
A lot of precepts, man. Bring it out. But when are we going to come to the point to start to understand that we must control our own communities? We must control our own neighborhoods. You can pull the scripture all day and still be a slave for the rest of your life. This is serious, man. We sold our own selves into slavery because of a lack of knowledge. That's right. Give me this first excerpt. I want to show you how serious this is, man. Because a lot of these sisters and a lot of the brothers in the Israelite community, they sitting on they can, man. That's right. They sitting on they can waiting for Jesus. And I just want to read this to you. We want to build a nation. Kwam Yasharala. We got next. Taking the kingdom forever and ever. And this is just an excerpt. These are the jobs and occupations needed to build a community, to build a nation. This is not everything. We're going to take back the kingdom. Anybody know how to uh, operate or make a sufficient water system? Bring it out. To get water into the community, to get water into the neighborhoods. For the people of the for the people of the nation to be able to get water freely. Without water, there is no life. That's right. These are the things that we need. Dams, collecting water, being able to distribute a water source freely throughout the community. We're a thousand years off. That's right. Farming. We need farmers, real deal farmers that can grow the crops, that can take care of the food. We got to eat. That's right. And everybody in the nation must be able to go get their food from somewhere. That's right. We need veterinarians, sick sheep, sick bulls, sick helpers, sick, got a sick community of chickens, sick community of animals. We need somebody to know how to take care of that. That is our food. If all our food out there dropping dead and they sick, we ain't got nobody to take care of them. Bring it out. What are we going to eat? We need an education system. A real education system. Teaching how to read, how to write, numbers, basic skills. Basic skills to build a nation. We need teachers to teach the people the information. We need professors to teach the people the information. What about a true economic system? True economy. Bankers, accountants, treasurers, data analysts, secretaries. We need economic education. Knowing how to turn $1 into $2.00. Learning about a balance sheet, learning about finances, learning about wealth, to be able to keep that wealth inside of our own community. Bring it out. We need carpenters. Who's gonna build the temple? Who's gonna build the structures? Who's gonna build the buildings so people can come and have businesses? Who's gonna build the homes? 
We need carpenters if you want to build a nation. Court system. What if somebody acting up? What if we got a murder charge or anything like that? We need a court system to be able to handle those higher matters. Right. Lawyers, judges, secretaries, record keepings. These are the things that you really need to build a nation. You think we didn't have these things? Bring it out. Huh? The city of David. You think the city of David didn't have these things? You got to be out your mind, man. That's right. That's right. You have to be sick. That's right. Delusional. What about a government system? What kind of system are we going to have the place to keep the people safe? Bring to keep out. the children safe? The women safe? Teach. What kind of structure are we going to have to build the nation? To build the kingdom? To build the community? Policing the people? You think Moses? You think Joshua? You think Othniel and Gideon? You think you think we didn't have structures and and and, 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 and implementations and systems to police the people? Bring it out. You're sick. If you don't believe that, that's happening. We're not just a nomadic people, and we just living in tents, man. What about emergency systems? Trauma. Somebody get hurt. If somebody is sick. If somebody gets injured, where are they going to go? Who's who's going to be delegated? What kind of system are we going to create to help out that person who just had a uh, uh, just had an accident, fell off the mule? Bring it out. Got an axe went through his leg. Bring it out. We need that high class protection too. You think King David wasn't walking around with that protection? Bring yeah. it out. You think the men of Israel was walking around freely, daily? Bring it out. Who's going? Who? What? We need that high class protection to guard the temples, to guard our information, to guard our books, to guard our libraries. We need border patrol, man. You think somebody just gonna be able to walk in our community without getting checked? Bring it out. Bring it out. You can't walk into Mexico with that. That's you right. can't walk into Canada with that. Right. You can't walk into Britain with that. That's, right. That's what we need too. That's right. We need that fence line, boss. Bring it out. Having different ordinances and structures to lock down the city. Just in case we got somebody on some BS. We need to lock it down. This is not everything. But again, you want to take back the kingdom? You want to rule with a rod of iron brew? And make you feel good? Ah, this is what you need to build the nation. That's right. We need this. Give me the Babylon, the Timbuktu. This is the Babylon, the Timbuktu, page 90. The black Jews had an advantage over the African tribes. They carried their culture, history, laws, and written records with them. This assured them a constant precedent for the development of a higher social organization. Because of the stability of the black Jews in their culture, the Jews were not absorbed into the autochthonous population. In fact, the Jews absorbed some of the native tribes. The Jews made use of every opportunity. They were industrious and skillful people. Industrious and very skillful. Industrious 
and a skillful, industrious, and skillful people. Not chunking spirits. Industrious and skillful. Go ahead. And the Jewish Ghanaian states were found kings, princes, governors, generals, secretaries, treasurers, revenue agents, judges, architects, engineers, doctors, historians, language interpreters, mathematicians, jewelers, sculptors, masons, carpenters, painters of art, goldsmiths, leather workers, potters, armorers, saddlers, blacksmiths, agriculturalists, and etc. We thousand years off. That's right. Break it out. A thousand years. And use this as motivation. Use it as an upliftment. See, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> a people with that type of knowledge, a people with that type of an understanding, will never be a slave. That's right. They'll right. never be a slave. You're going to find out. your way out fast. That's, That's right. right. Fast. You'll find your way out. Lose the slave mentality, brothers and sisters. That's right. Lose. The slave mentality. We got a long way to go, man. That's right. Long way to go. Second Chronicles seven and seven and twelve. You see how serious that is? That's right. These are the skills that we need to build the kingdom. We need skills, man. We need knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Can't put the scripture on the grill and eat it, man. You can't. That's right. You can't. Read this, Ark. Second Chronicles, chapter 7, verse 12. And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, I have heard thy prayer. And have chosen this place to myself for an house of sacrifice. If I shut up heaven that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin. And we'll hear their land. Do we understand how far off that we are as a community of people of making any impact? Right. Making a real impact. We are a long way off, brothers and sisters. That's right. Long way. And hopefully I'm trying to get the people to get up off the can. Feeling sorry for yourself. Feeling like there's no way out. Feeling as if that you don't have a chance. Bring it out. That you can't do anything for yourself. Getting out of that mood of being comfortable with being a slave. That's right. Bring it out. We must give we, we must humble ourselves as a nation of people. We are the poorest people on the planet when it comes to knowledge. Bring right. It out. Every other ethnic group on the planet. Got their own nation. Every one of them. That's right. Their own nation. Except us. 
Check it out. Humble yourself and pray. Then the Lord will give you back your mind. Read. Now mine eyes shall be open and my ears attentive unto the prayer that is made in this place. For now have I chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever. And mine eyes and mine heart shall be there perpetually. And as for thee, if thou wilt walk before me, as David thy father walked, and do according to all that I commanded thee, and shall observe my statutes and my judgments, then will I establish the throne of thy kingdom, according as I have covenant with David thy father, saying, There shall not fail thee a man to be a ruler in Israel. Verse 17 says, And as for thee, if thou wilt walk before me, as David thy father walked, and do according to all that I have commanded thee, and shall observe my statutes and my judgments, then will I establish the kingdom of, of thy throne. The Lord not going to do nothing for us, man, unless we start doing things for ourselves. And we done been bamboozled in the church, man, the church house. Bring it out. Just thinking that, you know, hey, you know, waiting on Jesus. Bring it out. It says, and as for thee, if thou wilt walk before me as David thy father walked, and do according to all that I have commanded thee, and shall observe my statutes and judgments. That means action first. You see that? That means action first. Actions first. Get up first. Get up off your can first. Get to work first. Verse 18. Then will I establish the throne of thy kingdom. Then we need actions. Actions. Actions, brothers and sisters. Nobody holding nobody back. Read. But if ye turn away and forsake my statutes and my commandments, which I have set before you, and shall go and serve other gods and worship them, then will I pluck them up by the roots out of my land which I have given them. And this house, which I have sanctified for my name, will I cast out of my sight, and will make it to, to be a proverb and a byword among all nations. Read. And this house, which is high, shall be an astonishment to everyone that passeth by it, so that he shall say, Why hath the Lord done this unto this land and unto this house? And it shall be answered, because they forsook the Lord God of their fathers, which brought them forth out of the land of Egypt, and laid hold on other gods, and worshipped them, and served them. Therefore have he brought all this evil upon them. So whose fault is that? Is that the white man's fault, or is it our fault? Bring it right out. out. You see that? You know, one thing I'm tired of in this truth is blaming that white man, man. That's I'm right. sick of it. That's right. I'm sick of we acting like the white man got God powers or something. Bring it out. Real talk. That's how we talk about him. Bring it like out. Like he God. He doing this. He doing that. He got blood on his hands, man. Don't get it twisted as saying that he ain't. But look. Nah, man. He ain't that powerful, bro. He, he, ain't, he ain't that strong. That's right. To have us in this condition where we walking around and we lost our minds. Come on, Israel. Come on. We got phase one of being a Hebrew Israelite down. We got it down. Come into the synagogue. You learn your tribe. You keep the feast days. You go to the street corners. We learned that, right? We learned that. Let's elevate. 
right. Let's go to the next phase. That's That's right. right. The next phase. The next phase is building the nation. That's right. Is building the nation. Give me this video. Started at thirty-five forty-eight. Give me this video, and again, we sold ourselves into slavery. This, this, this slave mentality, piss poor mindset that we have in the black community, we did that to ourselves. That's right. Lack of leadership, lack of elders, lack of men, the black man. It has gotten to the point to where we are now. That's right. We must, we must, we must take back control of our own hoods, That's right. of our own neighborhoods. That's right. Stop patronizing these other nations' businesses in your own neighborhood. Bring it out. I'm gonna say, I'm, 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 I'm gonna do this today. Boycott all of the other nation businesses in your in your neighborhood. Bring That's it right out. Boycott. Now you gotta trade with the other nations sometimes, some things. But won't tongue chicken? Bring it out. Boycott it. That's why right. bring it out. That donut shop, that kink, that that, that Kim and him on, boycott it. Bring it out. That meat market from the other nations, then the Iranians in there, boycott them. That's yeah. right. Tell them to go find another. Tell them to go find another people to rape, rob, and steal, and splurge, and take all their money. Bring it out. Tell them to go find somebody else. But if we continue to be in this slave mindset, they're gonna continue to come into your neighborhood and take all your wealth from you. That's right. They're gonna continue to do it. The mindset of the people needs to change to build the nation. Play the video. So the idea then that you're going to have a true crusade that will rescue you from the subordination to white power is an illusion and one you should rapidly get over. We're dealing here then, as I mentioned, with the uselessness of the African male and the fact that this system no longer has a place for the African male except for prison. And this, of course, is demonstrated by the fact that this white legislature is willing to pass a bill that spends $22 billion to, to build 10 additional federal prisons and to contribute to the building of prisons in states. It is willing to add 47 to 52 new laws that require the death penalty. It adds on to its many statutes a requirement that states treat 13-year-old black males and 13-year-olds as adults and that they lay on them mandatory sentences so that they can spend lifetimes in prisons. They have lowered the treatment, the age of treatment, so that in a sense they can literally pick up young men out on the street in their, not hardly even into their teens and lock them in the jail for the rest of their lives. So the issue here then is not an issue of whether black boys are need to be trained at the jobs and so forth. The issue is that the American economy is being transformed in such a way that there are few, if any, jobs for black men. 
It means, ladies and gentlemen, that the African-American community must become a creator of jobs for its own people. Stop. Again. Again. You want to build a nation? You want to be the greatest people on the planet? We got to get creative, man, so we can start creating jobs for our own people. That's right. Because if you don't got the power to do it, guess who's going to step in? Your lover. That's right. He got plenty of jobs for you. This is what I'm saying, man. We need this to build a nation. You know how serious this is? We don't get this fixed. That alarm clock gonna go off forever. Bring it out. Until you give me Jeremiah 29 and 1. Bring it out. We sold ourselves because of a lack of knowledge. That's right. A lack of willpower. A lack of wanting to get out of slavery. That's right. Being comfortable with being a slave. That's right. We sold ourselves and we continue to sell ourselves even until this day. Wake up out of the dot south state of mind. Read this. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 1. Now these are the words of the letter that Jeremiah the prophet sent from Jerusalem unto the residue of the elders which were carried away captives, and to the priests, and to the prophets, and to all the people whom Nebuchadnezzar had carried away captive from Jerusalem to Babylon. After that, Jochaniah, the king, and the queen of the eunuchs, the princes of Judah and Jerusalem, and the carpenters and the smiths were departed from Jerusalem. By the hand of Elasa, the son of Shaphan, and Gomorrah, the son of Hekiah, whom Zechariah, king of Judah, sent to Babylon, to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, unto all that are carried away captives, whom I have cursed to be who am a cause to be carried away from Jerusalem unto Babylon. Read. Build ye houses. Read again. Build ye houses. One more time, Mark. Build ye houses. Read. And dwell in them, and plant gardens, and eat the fruit of them. Take ye wives, and beget sons and daughters, and take wives for your sons, and give your daughters to husbands that they may bear sons and daughters, that ye may be increased there and not diminished. Keep reading. And seek the peace of the city, whether I have caused you to be carried away captives. And pray unto the Lord for it, for in the peace thereof shall ye have peace. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, let not your prophets and diviners that be in the midst of you deceive you, neither hearken unto your dreams which ye cause to be dreamed. For they prophesy falsely unto you in my name. I have not sent them, saith the Lord. So we got to understand, man, that even in captivity, man, is there, there is no excuse. That's right. What is the excuse? Build houses, man. Build them. Build gardens. Build businesses. Build systems. Build operations. There is no excuse. That's right. It's not going to be one day we're going to wake up and we got servants and handmaids and the whole kingdom going to be built, ready for you, just like a baby coming out the womb. Everything already ready. This is something that we're going to have to do ourselves. And we must start today with that. 
Okay? Give me Proverbs 31 and 10 about that virtuous woman, which is a nation. You know, we need to become virtuous, prosperous, strength, and in might if we want to build a nation. Because if we don't become this, we're going to continue to sell ourselves for not. You think we're not still being sold today? Bring it out. Bring that out. We need the people to get up. And for the black people, man, when we got to stop doing this, we get the motivational speech, we get pumped up. Bring it out. We pumped. After that good class come out, yeah. I'm motivated. I'm going to get it done. Two weeks later, three weeks later, right back to the same BS. That's right. That's a slave mentality. That's right. That's right. We cannot build the kingdom with that type of mindset. Brothers, get up. Sisters, get up. Read this. Proverbs chapter 31, verse 10. Who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies? The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeketh wool. The nation seeketh wool, read. And flat and flax, read. And worketh willingly with her hands. That means people get in the business, read. She is like the merchant ships. She bringeth her food from afar. She riseth also while it is yet night, and giveth meat to her household, and a portion to her maidens. She considereth a field, and buyeth it. With the fruit of her hand she planteth a vineyard. She girdeth her loins with strength, and strengtheneth her arms. She perceiveth that her merchandise is good. Her candle goeth not out by night. Keep reading. She layeth her hands to the spindle, and her hands hold of the distaff. She stretcheth out her hands to the poor. Yea, she reapeth forth her hands to the needy. Keep reading. She is not afraid of the snow for her household. For all her household are clothed with scarlet. She maketh herself coverings of tapestry. Her clothing is silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. She maketh fine linen and selleth it and delivereth girdles unto the merchant. Strength and honor are her clothing and she shall rejoice in time to come. She openeth her mouth with wisdom and her tongue is the law of kindness. She looketh well to the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. Her children arise up, and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praiseth her. He reading. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. So I'm trying to get the people to understand that, man, we need the skills to really get up and do it. Serious business. Seriously. Go back to that first excerpt about what, it need, what, 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 what do we really need to really build a nation for real. Right. Again, just 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 like I I I feel what Martin Luther King said. You know, at first it was you know superficial, brand new, flying in the sky, spaceships. Every white man gonna get their back beat in. Bring it out. All the other nations they just gonna be in hard bondage. Superficial, but. You know, now let's get serious. Like, let's get real. Again, a water system, farming, crops, food, an educational system. The children got to learn. 
an economic system, carpentry to build things, a court system, a government system. This is serious business, man. Serious, serious business. What's some people that got all the knowledge of God and don't have knowledge of life? Bring it out. What, what, what good is that? What good is that? It's not at all. Give me 2 Timothy 3 and 1. And we got to get it going because y'all already understand, man, that this is perilous times. Right. You know, the job market has continued, continued to decrease That's every right. year for the black man. That's right. Every year the job market continues to dwindle down. Every year, less jobs after less jobs after less jobs because everything is becoming automated. That's right. And if you don't think so, you use your phone every day that's ran by artificial intelligence. Right now. Your GPS system that you use on your phone is artificial intelligence. That's right now. Some of our cars got computers on them, artificial intelligence. That's right. Taking away jobs left and right. Taking away jobs left and right. We need the men to step up. That's right. Bring it out. Read this, Art. Second Timothy chapter three, verse one. Read this note also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. And we and, 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 and we read the Bible as if this is talking about a later time. This is talking about you, and this is today. That's right. That's right. Very perilous. Six dollars a pound for beef. Bring it out. That's unbelievable. That's right. What about when it becomes twelve dollars a pound? Bring it out. Fourteen dollars a pound. Bring it out. It's right on the horizon. Have you seen the inflation levels lately? That's right. They printed more money in two thousand and twenty-one than in any year they've ever printed money before. They've printed over eight trillion dollars this year. That's right. Inflation. It's perilous times out here. Pension funds drying up, four hundred one k's drying up, social security's drying up. It's not playtime no more. Give me the first excerpt. This is what we need to get serious about right here. We need to get serious about this. We need to get serious about this. That's Because if we don't get serious about this, we're going to be reading precepts to the grave. That's right. right. right to the grave. That's right. To the grave. That's right. Just like that old slave pitch. We need to get serious about this, man. Perilous times. Read. This know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. Covetous, boasters, crowd, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. From such turn away. Keep reading. 
For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captives and lead women laden with sins, led away with diverse lusts. Ever learning, ever learning, ever in the synagogues, read, and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. And that's what's happening right now in these camps. A lot of brothers in the camps, there's a lot of sisters in the camps, never able to come into that real knowledge of the truth. Listen to what some of these ox teaching, man, or your favorite Israelite camp, listen to Give me the excerpt. Is it is it is it about this? Is it about this? Bring it out. You see what I'm saying? Bring it out. This is this is we you want Zion? There is no Zion without this. Bring it out. You want your own community? You want your own nation? There is no nation without this. See, we take that water coming into our faucet. We take that for granted. Somebody had to set that up. Somebody had to build the reservoirs. Somebody had to make those pipings go to your house, connect to the main water source. So every time you turn it on, you got water. What about connecting to the electrical grid? So every time you put the switch on, on, the lights turn on. You want to build a kingdom? You want to build a nation? We need this. We need this right here. But majority of our people are in that kumbaya Christianity spirit. That's right. I'm going to come to church and I'm good. I go to church and I'm good. I'm going to show up at church and I'm good. I go to church. I love church. I love God and I go to church. Bring it out. We need this. That's right. Bring it out. We need a new education system. That's right. We need new professors. That's right. We need an economic system that we can give to every man and every woman and they can teach their children. That's right. Carpentry, law systems, government systems. We need this. We need this to operate a kingdom. We need this. But we sleep, man. That's right. That's right. We sleep. Wake up. Give me the video. We sold ourselves, man. Stop blaming that white man. Stop blaming him. Stop blaming him. He got snares and traps for us. But if you wouldn't be a slave, you wouldn't get got. That's right. You see what I'm saying? Stop blaming the white man. Stop pointing the finger at him. Point the finger at yourself. That's right. The faster that you point the finger at yourself, the faster we'll get about this predicament. Play the video. In a global economic system. In fact, the issue now has moved to a degree beyond racism, to a degree having to deal with the economic structuring of the world and of the society. He goes on to say, increasingly, he is not so much economically exploited as he is irrelevant. Positive. And that's what's going on in the world right now. We're still blaming racism. Write it out. Social injustice for stuff. I can go get a tax ID number with no problem. That's right. right. You see what I'm saying? Write it out. No issues. No problem. 
I can go open me a bank account. You see what I'm saying? That's right. See, what's going on right now in our community is it's not even about racial injustice no more with the black man. The black man has come irrelevant in the workforce. That's right. He has become irrelevant of his lack of knowledge and his lack of skills and his lack of intelligence. That's right. Right. That means we're not working to get out. That means we're not we we're not scratching and clawing to get out this this cell. That's right. Out. That means we selling ourselves every day for pennies on a dollar. Keep playing. Linda's historical change is taking place in these terms. He is not needed. He is not so much oppressed as unwanted. Not so much as not so much unwanted as unnecessary. Not so much abused as ignored. The dominant whites no longer need to exploit the black minority. His automation, as automation proceeds, it will be easier for the former to disregard the latter. In short, white America by a more perfect application of mechanization and a vigor, vigorous reliance upon automation disposes of the Negro. Consequently, the Negro transforms from an exploited labor force into an outcast. The Negro's anguish does not rise only out of brutalities of past oppression. The anxiety stems more than ever before out of being discarded as a waste product of technological production. This is the world that we are facing. And therefore, being caught up in terms of racism is an obsolete fact. It is time now to deal with the economic and social realities of the world. That's it. That's what we got to deal with. And until we deal with it, kumbaya. That's right. I'm serious. The world around you is evolving. Can't you tell? That's right. Why are you not evolving with it? That's right. Some of us, we still looking for skills that these skills don't pay the bills no more like they used to. Bring it out. Bring it out. Where are the intelligent brothers at? Bring it out. The in brothers with intelligence. Working with your hands, con, con, con. We need them. Every man got to know, got to work with his hands, but... We need intelligent brothers to operate at the top. Where are the intelligence at? The intelligence. The smarts. The brains. The black man has allowed himself to become a second class citizen. That's right. Bring it out. Settling for pennies on the dollar. Refusing to build up his mind, refusing to build up the strength of his brain because it doesn't look cool. That's right. Bring it out. Because it doesn't fit in in the community. Bring it out. You Negroes sleep, man. That's right. Automation is taking away job after job after job after job. Can't you see Amazon in your neighborhood now? Bring it out. That's a fully automated company. Automation. Automation. What about these companies down in San Francisco, uh, California, in uh, Silicon Valley? That's right. Yeah. Bring it out. Big giant, hundred billion dollar, three hundred billion dollar, 
$500 billion market cap companies. Who's going to step up? We facing genocide, man. That's right. We facing genocide. And you Negroes playing around. That's right. You're playing. Bring it out. The economy is getting terrible. Inflation is tearing up everything. And we out here playing. That's right. Give me this next excerpt. Just want to show you some information. I'm challenging you, brothers, man. Where are the brothers in the truth with the intelligence? Bring it out. With the brains. Some of us, we come in the truth and we just stop being intelligent. Some of you, man, before you put your fringes on, you was intelligent. When you put them on, you became a slave. Bring it out. You just stop doing it. You just stop doing your gifts. You just stop doing your talents. You became a slave. So don't be blaming the white man on what the white man doing. Oh, don't be blaming the white man on what he didn't do or what he didn't give us. Well, don't be blaming that man. Until uh, until we get the truth of this man, we gonna continue to be on them slave ships. That's right. That's right. Give me this out. next excerpt. Bring it out. And I don't know why the black community, man, we just think that technology is bad. And none of us are in it. Bring it out, bring it out. But you use technology every day of your life. That's right. Out. Bring that out. Some of us can't even operate without the technology. You seeing some of your brothers and sisters when they leave their phone at the house? Can't think, can't blink, can't eat, can't smell, can't see. So why are we not using these things to help benefit our community, benefit our people, benefit our wives, benefit our children, benefit our nation? Huh? Jesus going to do it. Yeah, I wish I going to do it. Con. Con. Racial diversity in the tech industry by the numbers. Black and Hispanic employees are significantly underrepresented in tech relative to their overall percentage in the U.S. population. 67% of tech companies made up of less than 5% black employees. Off of an industry that governs our lives. Off of an industry that does things the way that we operate in these things on our everyday life. Controlling for overall racial disparities in tech hiring, white employees are significantly overrepresented in leadership position while all other racial groups are underrepresented. Facebook, for example, everybody got Facebook. Everybody is addicted to Facebook. That's right. Addicted to it. On it all day, every day. So what about this application that we use in the black community? Facebook, for example, has gone from a workforce that is 3% black to 3.8% black in the last six years. Bring it out. 
consumers. Six years after their first diversity report, Alphabet, Apple, Facebook, Microsoft, Twitter have seen low single digit increases in their percentage of black employees. Amazon shows a higher increase, but those numbers include warehouse and delivery workers. Bring it out. Bring it out. Come on, man. Bring it out. Come on, man. And some of us, we come into the truth and we just throw that out the window. That's right. We just give up on it. We just let it go. Bring it out. These things affect our lives right now. That's right. Where is the intelligence at? Where is the knowledge? Most common race of computer, software, engineer, and science application. First, white. Second, Asian. Third, black. 64% of computer, engineering, and science applications, which governs our world right now, the computer, are non-white, making that the most common race or ethnicity in the occupation, representing 17.2 of computer, engineering, and science applications. Asians is the second most common race or ethnicity in this occupation. They don't even have black statistics up there because it's because it's 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 it's, it's, it's TDA. Bring it out. To be announced. We gonna need engineers for that database. That's right. We gonna need data analysts for that census. That's right. And still, man. We walking around waiting on your Howard Shy to come and save the day. And it's only going to be a remnant of people that's going to actually make it through. That's right. right. We saw it ourselves. For being complacent. For being lazy. Right. For loving that second class citizen life. That's right. We saw it ourselves. That's right. Stop blaming the enemy. Give me Joel 1 and 13. Hopefully you can understand my drift of what's really going on. See, at first it was superficial. It was exciting. You know? Got puffed up. Got proud. But now let's get some realism. Okay, let's get real about this. Lack of knowledge and love, economics, education, wealth, health, business, corporation, credit, investments, trust, laws, contract laws, taxes, politics, rights, inheritance, psychology. That's the truth of it. That is the real truth of it. Let's get real, Israel. Let's get real. That's right. Okay. Understand this, man. We want that kingdom. Sister, you got to come on with it. You got to, man. Come on with it. Come on, bro. Come on with it. Make something move. Make something shake. Make some operate. We sold ourselves into slavery. Read this out. Joel, chapter 1, verse 13. Gird yourselves. See, the Lord is telling us to gird ourselves. Read. And lament, ye priests, 
How? Eat ministers of the altar. Come, lie all night in sackcloth. Eat ministers of my God. For the meat offering and the drink offering is withholding from the house of your God. Sanctify ye a fast. Call a solemn assembly. Gather the elders and all the inhabitants of the land into the house of the Lord your God. And cry unto the Lord. He reading. At last for the day. For the day of the Lord is at hand. See, you got to understand, man. The day of the Lord is already here. Read. And as a destruction from the Almighty shall it come. See, you got to understand. Some of our people got destruction coming on them because they don't want to get out of this docile state of mind. We got destruction coming on to our way. Perilous times are here right now. Read. Is not the meat cut off before our eyes? Yea. Joy and gladness from the house of our God? The seed is rotten under their clouds. The corners are laid desolate. The bones are broken down, for the corn is withered. How does the beast groan? The herds of cattle are perplexed, because they have no pasture. Yea, the flocks of sheep are made desolate. Read, O Lord, to thee will I cry. For the fire hath devoured the pastures of the wilderness, and the flame hath burnt all the trees of the field. The beast of the field cry also unto thee. For the rivers of waters are dried up, and the fire have devoured the pastures of the wilderness. Keep reading. Blow ye the trumpet in Zion. And that's all I'm trying to do is just to try to blow the horn and get you some real. Get you something that's going to benefit you. That you can take with you. To understand the realness of the situation to how far that we are behind as a nation of people to have our own. That's right. So we can get motivated. So we can light a fire under us. That's right. To where we can get it started. To where we can get it going. To where we can get it. To where we can get this thing moving for real. That's right. We've been on the street corners. And we're going to continue to be there. But that's not going to get us out of captivity. That's right. That's right. Ask the Christianity church. Ask the Islamic faith. We need to get more real in this walk. Read. Blow you the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm to my holy mouth. Just give a warning. Just get some understanding. Just give some wisdom to the people. Read. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble, for the day of the Lord cometh, for it is nigh at hand, a day of darkness and of gloominess. And you got to understand that day is not 24 hours, right? This is over a period of time. We're in darkness right now. It's very gloomy out here for the black man. Read. A day of clouds and of thick Dark, very thick darkness out here. Perilous times coming up. Read. As the morning spread upon the mountains, a great people and a strong. There have not been ever like, neither shall be any more after it, even to the years of many generations. A fire devoureth before them, and behind them a flame burneth. Their land is as a garden of Eden before them, and behind them a desolate wilderness. Read verse 15. Verse 15. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sanctify it fast. Call a solemn assembly. Gather the people. And I wonder why come these elders, man, cannot get it right together, man. That's right. I wonder what's going on. Why is it? Huh? Are they really calling? Write it out. You know? Are they really reaching out? And if so, because everybody say that they call. Bring it out. Bring it out. 
That mean if everybody calling, that mean no one answering. Is no one answering? Bring it out. You know, I want to know the truth. What is it? Are y'all lying? What's going on? Bring it out. Read verse 16 again. Verse 16. Gather the people. And we need to gather. Come together. And work on a real solution, a real plan for this. Read. Sanctify the congregation. First, you got to cleanse the people's mind. Read. Assemble the elders. Then how come the elders won't assemble together? It'll be faster, man. If all the people of the truth came together. That's right. That's in these camps, man. I'm pretty sure that's about 30,000 people. That's powerful. But these elders love division. Read. And some of the elders gather the children and those that suck the breast. Let the bridegroom go forth of his chamber and the bride out of her closet. Let the priests, the ministers of the Lord, weep between the porch and the altar. And let them say, spare thy people, O Lord, and give not thy inheritance to reproach, that the heathen should rule over them. Wherefore should they say among the people, where is their God? Let's get the video again. I just want to continue proving, man, that we are the ones that sold ourselves into slavery. That's right. Through the lack of knowledge, through a lack of understanding, through a lack of willpower, by getting comfortable by being a slave. That's right. Bring it out. Think about it like this. Think about it like this. Think about it, the white man came into the hood. You think he ain't gonna get no fight? Bring it out. Huh? You think we not gonna fight him off? Scratch and claw? When did we get to the point to where we got comfortable? Bring it out. Was it the governmental assistance? Bring it out. Was it the power that he gave to the to, to that black woman? Bring it out. At what point did we accept being a second class citizen and being a slave? When did we accept it? And why are we still accepting it? Bring it out. With the fringes on. That's right. Why are we supporting these businesses with the fringes on? Bring it out. Why? But we gonna be the one to build the nation? I'm trying to give it to you in a logical manner to where you understand. Pick up your boots, tie them up, and let's get to work. That's right. That's right. Play the video. We got Negroes here who were duped into the whole generation of stupid struggle. We have Jesse Jackson out here claiming to be speaking in terms of violence. We got an old leadership group of people here who are principally responsible for the violence that is occurring in the black community. That's right. Pretending to be dealing with it. For it was, in, it was their decisions made in the 40s, the 50s, and the 60s, and the 70s that created the kind of community that our youngsters must contend with today. 
That's right. Our youth are not making these neighborhoods. Our youth are not making the world that they live in. And yet we spend a great deal of time analyzing them and their music without analyzing ourselves as adults and looking at the decisions we made in the 60s and 70s that placed our youth in the kind of situation they face today. Positive. And that's what you get from the black community, especially these black elderly men and women. They don't want to take accountability for the downfall. They don't want to take accountability. That's right. They was perfect. Bring it out. They had everything going. Bring it out. Everything situated. And they don't want to take accountability for it. That's right. The child grows up mimicking everything that the mother does. Everything that the father does. The child grows up and mimic everything that you do. So why do you think our black communities is like that? Where did they learn this behavior from? And if they learned it from somewhere else, where is the mother and where is the father to rebuke it in the gate? That's right. We must take back the power of our own kingdom, of our own nation. Or we're going to continue to be slaves forever. Play the video. We cannot say that we were not warned. As a matter of fact, W.E.D.B. Du Bois warned the NAACP as far back as 1934 when he told them that blacks would be segregated for decade upon decade and therefore the NAACP needs to promulgate an economic program for African people in terms of where they were in the American culture. And if African-American people were segregated in the American culture, then African-American people needed to develop an economic system based on their segregated reality. He was thrown out of the NAACP for that reason. And he told them then in 1934 that African people would be segregated for decade upon decade. Why not establish an educational program that spoke to the needs of the people where they were? He was seen as a latter-day Booker T. Washington for saying so. That was thrown out. Booker T. Washington himself, at the turn of the century, was warning of the same thing. You need to get economic power. You need to gain control of your internal markets. You need to establish your economic stability. That's right. Deal with the votes later. This is what other immigrants would do. No, the NWCP struggled called him an uncle derided this man, and now what do we have? We have the right to vote while we are homeless. That's right. That's right. We have the right to vote while we are jobless. We have the right to vote while our children are miseducated. This right that we were told would bring us a cornucopia of blessings and freedoms. We have the right to ride the front of the bus and we're the only one riding on it. Yes. We have a right to sit at the lunch counter with white folk and we ain't got no money to buy a sandwich. We got all of these abstract rights, but nothing real. And this is the situation we face. That's right. We have all of these abstract rights, all of these different things that we can do but we don't have nothing real. That's right. Nothing sustainable. Nothing that's going to last for generations. That's right. 
But why not be the ones that actually build it? Why not be the ones that actually put forth that effort and get it done? That's right. Why not be the ones that set forth that blueprint so the ones that come after us know how to do it? Huh? Why not? You see what I'm saying? Can you understand the reason why we sold ourselves? We sold ourselves. We in captivity because of lack of knowledge, man. That's right. Brothers are scared to be smart, intelligent, use their brains. Scared. And the women, come on, man, use your brains. Sisters want to lay in the house all day and just lay down in the bed. Get up, man, get up. We need to pull together and come together. That's the only way that we're going to start. We need these elders in these Israelite camps, man, to stop being Pharisees and come together and serve Christ. That's right. So all other camps, man, can come together and love on one another and maybe start something. That's right. We can lock down the state of Texas with the with the amount of Israelites we got out here. That's right. That's right. On the East Coast and on the West Coast, up in New York. We don't got to deal with these other nations for the most part. You got to trade and barter with them. But in our communities, making money off of us, setting up businesses in our communities, voting for them. They got councilmen in our own neighborhoods, police sheriffs in our own neighborhoods, government in our neighborhoods. Uh, uh-uh, that's over with. That's right. And you got to mean that. And you got to believe that. And you have to live that. You mean Isaiah 5 and 13? We must take that back. And this is why we sold ourselves. We sold ourselves because of a lack of knowledge. And I'm motivating y'all, man. I'm challenging you, sister. Sister, go ahead and do it. You see what I'm saying? Go ahead and do it. Brew, go ahead and do it. Go ahead and get it going. Go ahead and get it popping. You don't got to wait on the next man. You don't have to wait on the next woman. Go ahead and get it started. Read this, Ark. Isaiah chapter 5 verse 13. Read. Therefore, my people are gone into captivity. See, we are in this, we are in the state of mind that we are in. Read. Because they have no knowledge. Because of our lack of knowledge. That's why we in captivity. Read. And their honorable men are famished. See the leaders, man, these real leaders out here. Something happened to them in the 30s. And in the 40s. In the 50s. To let our people fall down this rabbit hole. Read. And their multitude dried up with thirst. Keep reading. Therefore, help and have enlarged herself. And open her mouth without measure. And their glory, and their multitude, and their pomp. And he that rejoiceth shall descend unto it. Isaiah 52 and 1. Telling the nation, man, just to wake up. Giving them more truth. Giving them more knowledge on this, man. In order to build this nation. Give me that excerpt again. I want to see it again. In order to really build a nation, man, we need this. See, you learn about the commandments. And then you keep the commandments. And you apply the commandments to your life. Everybody does that. You learn the commandments, you apply the commandments to your life, 
That is step number one. That's the first step. Some of us treat that like the only step. That's the first step. Learn your nationality. Learn your tribe. Learn your history. Learn God's commandments. Keep God's commandments. But you still got to be a plumber. That's right. You still have to be an electrician. That's right. You still have to be an educator. You still have to be a banker. You still have to be a treasurer. You still have to be a leather worker. You still got to know intelligence. You still got to be an engineer. And it's like we lose that second aspect of things. We need the people to get on this to build the nation. To get on this to build the nation. We know the commandments, okay? We know the laws, right? We know the feast days. That's Hebrew Israelite one-on-one. Now, let's get on this. Let's work towards this. A water system, farming, crops, an education system, an economic system, carpentries, a law system, a court system, a government system to police the people. Without this, you have nothing. Isaiah 52 and 1. Read this, Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 52, verse 1. Read. Hey, wait. Hey, wait. Put on thy strength, O Zion. Put on thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem, the holy city. For henceforth there shall no more come unto thee the uncircumcised and the unclean. See, we thinking that all we have to do is just repent and keep God's laws, and that's it. Nah, man, that's step number one. You repent, keep God's laws, and now build the nation. Build a skill. Get some knowledge. That's right. And use it. And use it. Be a farmer. Just keep God's commandments. Be an electrician. Just keep God's commandments. Be a, be a, be an engineer. Just keep God's commandments. Be a data analyst, but keep God's commandments. Be a gardener, but keep God's commandments. Learn the laws, That's right. but keep God's commandments. This is the next evolution of it. That's right. This is the next phase of it, the next phase. You still got your own life to live. Read. Shake thyself from the dust. Read again. Shake thyself from the dust. Read again. Shake, Shake thyself from the dust. Just stop being a slave in the mind. Shake That's yourself right. from this lowest state of mind. Shake yourself, man. Shake it off. That's right. Shake it. It's comfortable, man. That TV, that Netflix, that YouTube, that phone, that air condition, that government assistance. That's right. It make it easy for you to be a slave. Shake the dust off your feet. Shake the dust. Shake the dust. Get up out this docile state of mind, Read. Shake thyself from the dust. A rise. And do what? A rise. And do what? A rise. And stand up on your feet, Israel. Stand up. That's right. Come on, sister. You know you good. You, 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 sister, you used to be a treasury at your job. Bring it out. You used to be a secretary at your job. Bring it out. Why you won't do it for God? Right. Why did you let that go? Bro, you used to work with concrete. You used to work with bricks. And then you just let it go. Bring it out. Why did you do that? Huh? You think we're not going to need this in the kingdom? Bring it out. You think we're not going to need this building in the neighborhood? That's right. Why did you stop? Why? Because some of us, that's that Christianity spirit. I came in the church. I found out about God. I know you're Howard Shy now. I'm making it to the kingdom. 
That's what the slave master was doing in the church. Read. Shake thyself from the dust. Arise and sit down. And humble yourself. Read. O Jerusalem, loose thyself from the bands of thy neck. Read again. O Jerusalem, loose thyself from the bands of thy neck. Loose, the, loose them bands off your neck, man. Loosen them up. That's right. Shake yourself from that dust. Loose them bands up, man. We need real people. Real skills. Right. Or unless we're gonna be on that concrete forever, I'm telling you. Right. We got big moves to make. That's right. If you want to do this for real, you gotta sit down in front of them governments. We got meetings that we have to make. Right. We got trade deals that we have to make. We got barter deals that we have to make. That's right. Start thinking like that. Start thinking that you are an Israelite. Start thinking that you are the greatest people on the planet. Start conditioning your mind to be able to operate on that level, Read, O Jerusalem, loose thyself from the bands of thy neck. O captive daughter of Zion, but thus saith the Lord, ye have sold yourselves for not. Read again. Ye have sold yourselves for not. Read again. Ye have sold yourselves for not. I keep telling you, man, this is the reason why I'm telling you it was us. We the ones who sold ourselves into slavery. That's right. And all this slave history stuff too, man. Look. The scriptures say never trust your enemy. That's right. Sometimes we pick and choose on what we want to trust them with. The scriptures say we sold ourselves for nothing. We sold ourselves for a pipe dream. That's right. For the American dream. We sold ourselves out. Check it out. White men didn't do nothing but take advantage of us. The Arab man ain't doing nothing but take advantage of us. That's the right. Asian people ain't doing nothing but take advantage of us. That's right. But we did it to ourselves. That's right. Lack of leadership. Lack of elders in the community. That's right. Read verse 3 again. Verse 3. For thus saith the Lord. You have sold yourselves or not? We sold ourselves. We sold ourselves. Read. And ye shall be redeemed without money. Give me Psalms 44, 22. And you know, when you, when you. Psalms 44 and 11. And you know, man. When you when you telling the people this kind of stuff, sometimes it go over our people's head. That's right. You know? You know, some of us are too far gone from being a slave. But that remnant, that's who I'm talking to. For the ones who want to get motivated, that's who I'm talking to. For the ones who this oppression is making the wise man mad, that's who I'm talking to. That's right. For the ones whose spirit is getting vexed. By this oppression, this is who I'm talking to. For the ones who want to make a change, read this. Psalm chapter 44, verse 11. Read. Now, thou hast given us like sheep a pointer for me, and hast scattered us among the heathen. Thou sellest thy people for not. See, man, selling ourselves for nothing. For not. Read. And thou and, and dost not increase thy wealth by their price. Thou makest us as a reproach to our neighbors. A scorn and a derision to them that are round about us. Thou makest us a byword among the heathen, a shaking of the head among the people. 
My confusion is continually before me, and the shame of my face have covered me. For the voice of him that reproacheth and blasphemeth by reason of the enemy and avenger. All this has come upon us, yet have we not forgotten thee. Neither have we dealt falsely in thy covenant. Give me Ezekiel 37 and 1. We're coming to an end. This is going to be the last one. Again. Need a little bit more time, but hopefully we really... Give me the excerpt again. I mean, who in here can understand this? Bring it out. Bring it out. Can really understand this. You see what I'm saying? And this is not even everything that you're going to need to build a nation. That's right. You know, when David was ruling each month, the, each tribe of the 12 tribes of Israel was the lead tribe of that month. And, that, right. and, and that tribe had to rule the city. That's Bring right. It out. But that's all the Bible gives us. It, it just tells us that each tribe for each month ruled the city. It does not give us the ins and outs. You see what I'm saying? It does not say that, hey, uh, the leadership meeting was at 7.30. You don't get that in the scriptures. You don't get that the secretaries and the treasurers they had to go over the payroll at the end of each quarter. Bring it out. Bring it out. You don't get that in the scriptures. Of how they did it. How they created the water system. How they operated the, the, the business of it. You don't get that. We know the commandments. We know the laws. Now we need the people to start getting on this. If we want to do this for real, this is what we need for real. That's right. And I'm calling for anybody, man. If anybody want to step up, and if anybody want to volunteer, one thing that I volunteer of is I want to create two things, the educational system and the economic system. I'll volunteer to do that. I got plenty of experience of doing it. And I'm doing it right now with the leadership here today. So I'm a volunteer to do that. The economic system and the educational system. Somebody got to step up on the carpentry. That's right. Somebody got to step up on the court systems. Bring it out. The law system. Bring it out. The farming and the crops. That's right. The water system. Bring it out. Blacksmith, butchering. Somebody got to step up. Hopefully, y'all can feel me. Ezekiel 37 and 1, read that. Ezekiel chapter 37 verse 1. Read. The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones. Set me down in the valley of the nation, read. And caused me to pass by them round about. See me to see the, the, the state that our people was in, read. And behold, there were very many in the open valley. And lo, they were very dry. See our people in the docile state of mind. Read. And he said unto me, son of man, can these bones live? Can these people really get this really done? Because when I think of this and I look at that excerpt, and if I didn't have faith, I would say there's no way. Bring it out. If I couldn't see a thousand years in the future, I would say there's no way. But I can see. 
And I got faith in my people. That's right. And I believe in my people to get it right. That's right. But I'm going to push them as well. And I'm going to get on them as well. And I'm going to tell them the truth as well. That's the only way to get them to realize it. That's, That's right. But I believe in my nation. I believe in my people. I believe in one another. I believe in everybody in the building. But some people going to let us down. That's right. Some people not going to make it. And that's okay. It's the art of warfare. You got attrition in war. That's right. But I'm challenging the people, man. We got to get it going. Read. And he said unto me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Again, he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones. And that's exactly what we're doing each week. We prophesy into the bones. That's right. Showing them the way, trying to get them to wake up, trying to put the sinews and the, the tendons and the ligaments and, and, the, and, and the muscles back together on these bones, prophesying unto them. Read. And say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Get some understanding. The dry bones. Telling the people in the docile state of mind, get some understanding. Read. Thus said the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. If you believe on the Most High, the Son, and have faith in really building the kingdom, he'll give you that understanding. He'll give you that breath, and you shall know how to actually build the nation. Read. Right. And I will lay some news upon you. He's going to lay some news upon you. He's going to put the spirit upon you. Read. And will bring up flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and ye shall live. And he shall know that I am the Lord. Gotta have that true faith if you understand the condition, the true condition that we in in this nation. Gotta believe to turn it around. Read. So I prophesied as I was commanded. So I'm doing the same thing that the Lord commanded me to do is get his education. Read. And as I prophesied. And as I'm telling the people, read. There was a noise. And behold, a shake. And the bones came together. Bones was bones. Then the nation started to understand it. They started to realize how much of a piss poor condition that we in. Right they now. started to get oppressed by this condition that we in. And they started to actually move. They started to actually put in work. They started to actually believe. They started to actually have faith in this. Read. And when I beheld, lo, the seduce and the flesh came up upon so them. So after all of the prophesying, after all of the classes, after all of the information, the people started believing for real, read. And the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. Then said he unto me, prophesy unto the wind, prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, thus said the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breathe, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. Give them the knowledge and give them the understanding that they may actually put forth to have the skills to build a nation, read. So I prophesied as he commanded me. So I'm telling the nation again as the Lord commanded me, read. And the breath came into them. And then they started believing. Sister worked with her hands. Brother showing his intelligence finally, read. And they live. And they what? And they live. And they what? And they live. Came upon their feet and actually put forth and start building a nation, read. And stood up upon their feet. And stood upon their feet, read. An exceeding great army. And this ain't talking about having the chopper, man. This is talking about an exceeding great nation with that knowledge to build the nation. That's that great army. That's the army of David. That's the army of the Lord. Standing upon their feet and understanding that we can do this on our own. That all we got to do is come together. That all we got to do is believe on each other. We can build this for real. But you in that slave mind continuing to come to church and thinking that the church is it. And thinking that all you got to do is come to church and everything going to be fine. 
I wish I had that old slave picture, man. You'd be just like that. That's right. Bring it out. Listening to the pastor in the pool pit every week. Bring it out. Hoping that a miracle gonna come. Yep. And it never will. Ring. Then he said unto me, son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. This is representing us, man, not having that knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. The whole house of Israel. Read. Behold, they say, our bones are dry and our hope is lost. Our hope is lost. Some of us, we done lost all hope over here in America. We just waiting to die. Read. We are cut off for our parts. Therefore, prophesy and say unto them. We got to tell them again. Read. Thus said the Lord God, behold, O my people, I will open your graves. And cause you to come up out of your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. Give us that understanding so we can operate on our own, read. And ye shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves. When I have opened your mind, read. Oh, my people, and brought you up out of your grave. And brought you up out of the docile state of mind, read. And shall put my spirit in you. And give you the light and give you the access to operate, read. And ye shall live. And ye shall operate on your own and live, read. And I shall place you in your own land. Read again. And I shall place you in your own land. Read again. And I shall place you in your own land. Then you're going to have your own communities. Then you're going to have your own systems. Then you're going to have your own education right to now. operate in your own land, read. Then shall you know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, save the Lord. All praise to the Most High and His Son, man. Long way to go. That's right. Get serious. Shalom. Shalom.